I need a refill. <laughs>
Um, did you notice though that Wrecker was kind of rubbing his head where the chip is? Yeah, I uh, I think ultimately at the end, I think they're all gonna turn bad. I think they're all gonna. Yeah, there's a part of me that thinks that as well, but I think, I mean, what are your predictions for the end? Do you think they're all gonna live or not? No. I think no. that there's gonna be a sacrifice. Like I, think I, th- I think that's what's gonna happen as well. I think Omega will live though. I, I do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that that will dive into our uh, plus it's main, Disney, so our main topic for the day. But I think Crosshair is gonna eventually sacrifice himself for the Bad Batch as like a last like, you were my brothers, and I mean they're all eventually gonna die. But I think Vader's gonna come after the Bad Batch. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's what I was about to say. I think we're gonna get Vader, like through and through. We got Vader. We have to. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's go into Omega. Do you have any theories on um, what we'll get out of her in the future? Because I've seen some theories, and I think they're a little far-fetched because we've already got a storyline for what I'm about to say. But what do you think so far? Um, So I really have not a good idea on what exactly they're going to do with Omega. Um, I think that's easily the biggest question right now of the series is, first of all, who is she really? Um, and what's her significance other than that she's obviously force sensitive and yeah. can pick up skills like no other troop. I mean, if you remember back to, uh, it, was it episode two or three where she was uh, tracking? She was watching Hunter track. Three. Three? Was, yeah, because that was on the moon. Yeah. Yep. With the dragon. Yeah. yeah, how quick she was able to like learn how to track. Everything that she's like been taught by them, she's like been amazing at it immediately. Yeah. I, uh, I, like I said, I really like the character development we're getting from Omega, but I just need more storyline because it's, it's not making sense where she fits fits in yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I was listening to Star Wars Theory the other day, and they said that some, well, someone super chatted him and said, is Omega Phasma? <laughs> and, it, and honestly, for a second, I was like, Holy shit, she could actually be like Phasma. Because we don't obviously know who Phasma was before the First Order. Um, mm-hmm. What's your take on that? Um, I don't think it's out of the equation. Um, I definitely think that would throw a lot of people out for a loop, but uh, or in for a loop. But uh, well, I, I definitely think it's a possible. The like, only reason I think it's possible is because she's the leader of the Stormtroopers of the First Order. Mm-hmm. And Omega is supposed to be the last of the clones, but maybe she turns bad and ends up being the lead of the First Order. I know we're still a long ways away because she's going to be an adult during Return of the Jedi, you know, that era. But, I mean, First Order was still only, like, what, 20 years or 15 to 20 years after the original saga. So there's a chance that she could be in her, like, 30s, 40s as the leader um, but to burst our bubble, I did look up who Phasma was in like Wikipedia. Yeah. And it says Phasma, a human female stormtrooper captain, grew up a member of the Skyer clan on the nuclear ravaged world of Parnass- Parnassos. I don't know if that's right or not, but where she became a formidable warrior, eventually becoming the clan's military leader. Seeking passage off-world, Phasma helped the First Order General Hux find his ship 
in the process, betraying her own brother, Keldo, and the rest of her clan. After being rescued, Phasma joined the First Order, abandoning her former life. And there's more. It kind of dives into what we see in um, the first two films of the sequels and how she ends up dying. Um, to his, and it says, during the pursuit of the Resistance fleet, Phasma once again fought FN-2187, now Finn, aboard the First Order flagship Supremacy. And then it says, during the battle, Finn and his companion, Rose. Duh. Uh, sick. Rose. <laughs> She's the worst character. You know what? She was um, Raya in The Last Dragon. Yep. Oh. Yep. That, that's the only reason I recognize the character, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh, I forgot about that until Sarah, who was on the last episode, talked about it. But mm-hmm. um, so to burst our own bubble, Omega is not Phasma, but I mean, I wouldn't put I wouldn't put it past them to change the lore because um, as we've I don't know if you noticed, but Jedi Master Deepa Bilaba, who was Caleb Doom or Kanan Jaro. Yep. His master's lightsaber was a different color. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know if that was just a mistake or... I mean, Filoni doesn't make a mistake. Right. It's it's hard to think that it was a mistake. I mean, they've got to have some purpose behind that. I don't know. Yeah. That's one of those things where... You hate to criticize because this this series so far is doing really well. Mm-hmm. I've been impressed with it at least. But it's definitely got that like Mandalorian feel where they've got like these filler episodes. Like here we are again with a kid and like a, a fatherly figure. Mm-hmm. Here we are again with an episode where they're stranded and there's a beast outside the ship, like very similar to season two of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I've seen a lot of similarities, but there's also just it's great. It's there's a lot of good stories going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there is one thing I want to ask you uh, that we actually didn't mention. Uh, what do you think Phase Three is? Phase Three. Do you remember when they're talking yeah, yeah, on yeah, Camino? Camino? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, I have an idea what it is. I just thought Phase Three was Palpatine. Like, oh, see, I don't think it is. No. Mm-mm. Oh. All right, we'll go ahead. I think that they have another clone army that they're going to use against this clone army because, well, they're going to threaten them with this clone army. Okay. And that's how the clones are going to get gone. They're all basically going to kill themselves. They're going to kill themselves? Well, like they're going to fight. Yeah. But yeah. Huh. I guess I didn't think of it. You know, I, I, just I was thinking about that today because they don't really explain what phase three is other than it could be the new clones. It, they weren't really that mm-hmm. clear about it. I didn't think either. I just completely missed something. Yeah. Well, did you also miss that when they're talking about different projects, they mentioned war mantle. Uh, I caught on to something about that. Isn't that from rogue one? Uh-huh. Yeah. That was when, uh, um, wow. I'm totally forgetting her name. Uh, Stardust, uh... Jindaro? No. No, and that's... I'm thinking of Dinjar. Wait, they're all so similar. No, uh, Saul Guerrero, um... What's her name? My Stardust. What is her name? I just remembered her Stardust. My Stardust. It was Jin Urso. Yeah, yep. So when Jin is looking through all the things, looking for the Death Star plans, 
she says war mantle and um was it Lama Sue or yep. yeah, they, they talk about war mantle. So we've heard it twice now. Mm-hmm. Perhaps phase three has to do with war mantle. It could. It could. Um yeah, I don't know. I thought maybe it was Palpatine exploring, trying to clone, you know, trying to find that everlasting life that the Sith, you know, believes in. So I, I wouldn't put it past them to work on that, especially now that we have a Grogu lost in the universe of, you know, the rest of the, you know, sequels, trilogies, uh, originals. We don't know where Grogu is. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to see Grogu in Bad Batch. Oh, yeah, that'd well, be awesome. Grogu, that'd be awesome. Even if he just peeks around a corner and his little thing. <laughs> a little Easter egg. Yeah. I don't know, though. Um you got anything else about the Bad Batch? Uh, no, I'm pretty excited about the next episode, though. Um, bold prediction, uh, Rex is going to be in episode four. Connor right now. I'd love to see Rex. I'd love to see Ahsoka and Rex, but I think Ahsoka's done. I think she's on her own right now. Yeah. Um, I think we'll definitely see Rex. Maybe Rex will even show them how to get rid of the inhibitor chip mm-hmm. if we can do that in time. Do you know how many episodes we're getting out of this? I don't. I was going to ask you that, actually. My guess is anywhere between six and eight, because that's generally what it's been. Well, you got to remember, though, are you talking Mandalorian, or are you talking just Disney lately? Just Disney Plus in general. Their series have always been six to eight episodes. So here's my thing. Do you remember how many episodes there were in season seven of The Clone Wars? Yeah. There's like 22 episodes or something. But I don't feel like there's a lot they could do with this. They could try to drag it on, but right, I don't. That, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I, I thought about that too. Like I thought there's no way they're going to have 22 episodes, but then I wouldn't put it past them to drag it out with you get these dumb episodes where they're stranded. And, you know, they're all these character development filler episodes. Oh, shoot. Right here. Bad Batch premiere May 4th with a special 70 minute episode with subsequent episodes releasing weekly for a total of 16 episodes oh wow okay there we go fair enough we'll take the we'll take the in between i like 16 that's a good number i mean is it 16 straight weeks yeah well 15 15 because well yeah yeah that's true so So we're gonna have a lot of star wars saturdays to talk about the bad bunch yeah that's a whole summer yeah got that and we've got loki we've got we're gonna have i mean I don't even know what the next Star's project is, though. Uh, it's Boba. Book of Boba. Not till December. That's but that's still, that's going to be the, what's next, though. Yeah. I thought Andor would at least be out before then. Maybe not. I don't think so. No, because they haven't really announced anything with Andor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, all right. Well, when we come back, we're going to dive right into the three blue milks. All right, Brandon. It's time for the three blue milks. Um, we have recently changed the three big gulps to the three blue milks because of our good friend Sarah because she brought us some blue milk last time and they just thought it was fitting uh, to drink what Luke was drinking. So of course Brandon, it was amazing by the way too. It was awesome. It was so good. Um blue milk number one. Honestly it became my favorite drink overnight. Not not even really? joke that low key is my favorite drink now. <laughs> like when I go to Florida next week that I Are already requested go? huh? Are you gonna go? Yeah. You're gonna go? Mm-hmm you're going to Disney? I wish. No, I'm making myself blue milk. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, are you going to Disney World? I wouldn't go without you. Thanks, because I really thought we were going together. We are. Okay. We are. Okay, cool. 
Um, all right, first, Blue Milk. If you could cast George Lucas similar to Stan Lee's cameos in the MCU, what would you have him be? All right, so. And, and it doesn't even have to be a past movie. Just in general, what would you cast him as? So, in a future movie, they're discussing a plan. I don't know who it is, but they're discussing a plan at a bar. And George Lucas is the bartender, and he's no, going to interrupt. No, that was mine. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going to say him. And say gonna, some smart-ass remark. Oh, it was going to be George Lucas cleaning out some, you know, clean bottles, or not clean bottles, clean pint glasses with the towel, and he turns around and just, yeah, he has a smart-ass yep, remark. Yep. Damn it. That was mine, too. Oh, oh you're the same oh. person. Damn, because it's just, I don't know, it's just totally fitting because you can have a whole storyline and they're probably arguing about something with like where something is in the galaxy and then George yep. Lucas is like, no, no, no. That's he's going to he's gonna be the one that has the answer for yeah, it. It's going to be something answer. dumb. Yeah, damn. That is so cool. That's crazy. Man, I literally was thinking about that when I saw that this morning. <laughs> that's awesome. That's exactly, like, I could see it on Tatooine mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or even at that one, uh, that one bar, um, they're in an episode seven where they meet up with, I forget her name. Oh, you Maz? Yes. Maz. Yeah. Maz. Okay. Well, that, that planet blew up, but. Oh, yeah. That pl- that planet did blow up. Yeah. So, who knows? They could have branches. They could have branches of that bar. That's true. You never know. Yeah, they could have multiple. Business is booming in the galaxy. I already know that. Mm-hmm. All right. So, which of the films holds your favorite soundtrack? Believe it or not, I think episode two. Really? I love the Tatooine when he's going to find his mom. Wow. I love that song. Well, wait a minute. That song is the Duel of the Fates. The do 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 that one? Yeah. That's from episode one, Phantom Menace. That was when Darth Maul was facing off against Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Well, no, there's another... Is Wait, it? there's another version of it that's on episode two when he's on his speed Yeah, race. his speeder. That's Duel of the Fates. Okay, then I'll go episode one. Well, no, no, no. No, please, because that's your I just, I just love that scene with the song. Yeah, but I love Darth Maul. I love both mm-hmm. those scenes, so Duel, I won't. Duel of the Fates is the best song in the Star Wars galaxy, in my opinion. Um, the, for, the Force is also, the Force theme yeah, is also, that. yeah. Yeah, when Luke's looking up at those two moons, mm-hmm. two suns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hear the trump in the background. Mm-hmm. No copyright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, Duel of Fates. You know what that song's even about? Not really. So, and I learned this on Star Wars Theory. I'm always shouting out Star Wars Theory because that's where I learned all my stuff. You should just have them on the show, to be honest. I tried. <laughs> well, I haven't tried, tried, but I'm going to try. Don't worry. We're going to keep trying. Yeah, I'm going to try to get a nerd theory, the nerd council, and I'm going to talk to them. Um, all right, so Duel of Fates, the whole point of the Phantom Menace is for us to see Anakin in the balance of the good and the or the light and the dark side of the force because he's in a pivotal, um, impression you know, impressionable phase of his life. He's nine years old. Um, obviously, there's theories on like, well, what if both Obi and Qui Gon died? You know, would a Dark Maul, would a Darth Maul taken him? Um, more than likely, probably. Yeah, especially because Palpatine knew that Anakin was the chosen one. I mean, there was 
a good chance that he would have been Vader long before he was Vader. Yeah. But anyways, Duel of the Fates has nothing to do with the fight itself. That song is solely on Anakin. Just his character development? His character development. Oh. Hmm. Yes. I never knew that, actually. The whole point of it being played during the duel, the duel, with um, uh, Darth Maul, Maul is because there's a battle between if Qui-Gon lived, Anakin would have had a different life versus the life he got with Obi-Wan being his master. Mm Mm-hmm. He ended up leading towards the dark side, where I think if Qui-Gon was still around, he would have still... Well, yeah, he had a true master. Obi-Wan wasn't a master quite yet. No, and Obi-Wan was never a great master to him. I mean, he was Mm -hmm. more of, like, a big Uh, brother. Yeah. He he definitely big-brothered him. So, as we see that in Attack of the Clones, that's the first time we see Anakin really dark. And that's him toggling that dark side energy. So mm-hmm. he's battling a duel, the fate of his own being. Yeah. Um, I thought for sure we act, I think we might have heard that song one more time in Revenge of the Sith. I don't know if it was the Battle of Mustafar or not. I'd have to check on that. I don't think it actually. Don't was. believe we did. I, no. Um. Wait. I think Duel of the Fates is only a two timer. Hmm. I was I, trying to think if it was playing on Mustafar or not, but it's not. That's my. Uh, that's my favorite song, um, but my favorite soundtrack is actually The Mandalorian. Really? I love the gunslinging cowboy. Like, I, okay. Yeah, I do like that. that. Vibe. I do like that. Um, and the producer of that album for the soundtrack, so talented. He's done so many projects um, in recent like musical Disney history. I mean... He's got a ton of different, and this is what I was so surprised by is that Ludwig Goranson, if you know, pardon me if I'm mispronouncing your name, but he produced music for Bad Trip, that new movie with mm-hmm. uh, you know Andre, yeah, Eric Andre, mm-hmm. Tenant, the Christopher Nolan movie, mm-hmm. Mandalorian. You know, by the way, I never watched Tenant yet, and I, I heard it was either. really good. I haven't watched it either. Um, he did Creed two. That's a good movie. Venom. I love Venom. I was actually just yeah. talking about that yesterday. I yeah. love Venom. I just finally watched it. It's actually right there. I just watched Venom the other day. Black Panther. He made he made all the Black Panther songs. All the drums. That's him. That's okay, him. no, that dude's a god then. I love that whole that's probably one of my favorite movie soundtracks ever yeah. is Black Panther. I know. When I learned that he made the Black Panther um, soundtrack, I was like, holy shit, like done. Sold. Mandalorian did it real well, picking him. I mean, he's he's done a number of things. Creed, Central Intelligence. Uh, Creed's a really Creed Two has a really good one as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, Ludwig, he knows what he's doing, and I cannot wait for the third season. I hope they bring him back for other projects. Mm-hmm. I would hope not hope, but um, if we transition into this type of sound, away from your typical John Williams sound, I would almost enjoy if he was the you know, future of Star Wars music. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't mind that. Yeah. All right. So the third blue milk is who is better in your opinion? It could be a favorite thing. It could be who's the better gunslinger. Who's the better bounty hunter. Django Fett versus Boba Fett. You know, I have to go Boba Fett. I like Django Fett a lot though. I do like Django Fett. I love the dual wield pistols as Mm -hmm. I was telling you, but 
just Boba Fett, you know, the Spurs, man. I And then seeing him in The Mandalorian, that was – other than Luke, that was probably my favorite part, seeing the Slave 1 just fly in. That's one of my favorite parts of all of Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Was seeing him flying in The Mandalorian. When he mauled all the yes. Stormtroopers. That yes. That was amazing. Yes. Yeah, Jango Fett definitely holds a big part in Star Wars. I mean, he is the reason for the clones. He's the reason for the Bad Batch. The reason for Boba Fett. Yeah. But Boba takes the cake. Yeah. I mean, he, he was the baddest motherfucker in the galaxy. I mean, he survived the Sarlacc pit twice. Yeah. You don't do Techn- Actually, didn't he technically survive it three times? How? Well, I know for sure twice because he got out and then basically was forced back in. Yeah. Got out the same way, but. Yeah. I, I thought it was only twice. I thought it was three times because the one didn't didn't he end up doing it might not be canon now I'm thinking about it didn't he end up doing missions with Han Solo no for a little bit and then he started getting his memory back oh I heard some I remember hearing something about that perhaps I mean I don't know if it was canon though or not so I don't want to confirm it I think it's legends yeah because there was but I know he encounters Han one more time and that's how he ends up in the Sarlacc pit again yeah there was a uh, theory that. We were going to see Han and Leia in the Mandalorian. That one of their missions would be to go to the planet. Because okay, so you remember when they were looking for um, Moff Gideon? Yeah. And they had the the galaxy pulled up on like the map. Mm-hmm. There was a planet in that like the, the the galaxy right there. That the planet would have been a place where Leia and Han were in the Legends comics at the yeah. same exact time. So mm-hmm. there was a theory that we were going to see them, but I'm glad we got Luke out of it mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah. Um, seeing Boba was cool. Really quick, do you think we'll see them in the Book of Boba by chance? Who? Luke Han and uh, Han, yeah. yeah. If we do, it's going to be the young guy who played Han in the solo film. And maybe we'll get... You don't think it would be CGI? Because he's a lot older at that point. Who, huh? Yeah. He's a lot older at that point. I think, no, I think he could pull it off. Because, yeah, I think this is only five years after Revenge of the Sith. Or, I'm sorry, five years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Which, but think of how young that actor was. I mean, it was not that long ago. I mean, Unless they could just do a lot of makeup, which yeah, I mean, that I mean, shoot, only, that I mean, would be easier only, on them. But he's only like 20, 25 years older. I mean, we had, I don't know, maybe, maybe we'll see. I could see either one. Yeah, I could see either one they for could sure. They still use the same guy. I mean, they're not going to recast Han again. I yeah, that'd be, for a third time, they'd be insane. Yeah, no, that would be insane. But I think for Leia, for future projects, if Leia ever comes back again, it'll just be her daughter, like Carrie Fisher's daughter. Yeah, Billy, Billy Lord. I think she's just the only person who can do it Mm -hmm. but that's just my thought so yeah i mean i'd like to see them in book of boba who who even knows what book of boba is about it's definitely gonna be like a list of boba like people boba wants to get revenge on i feel oh yeah just this underworld like i feel like he's not even really gonna do he's gonna do his own missions now he's just gonna hunt people that like basically screwed him over well, does anybody know that he's alive? Like, no, no one knows he's alive, but no one went searching for him. Right, right, yeah. And that's so, why he went back to Jabba's palace, and he was so pissed. Yeah, so maybe, yeah, maybe that's true. I didn't even think about it. Is the Book of Boba being like 
a hit list. Yeah. Kind of similar to um, Bucky's list of people he did wrong and he was going to yeah. apologize. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. It's a good thought. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to stop right there. Uh, thank you to everybody who's listening today on Star Wars Saturday. Brandon, thank you as always for being on the show. It's always a pleasure. I love it. I look forward to it every week. I do too. I love it. And I love you. And I love all of you guys. Thank you for joining in. We will see you next week for another episode of Refill and Chill, the Star Wars Saturday edition. Hell yeah. Chill out. Dick Watt.